information, this is as real as it gets. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Alright, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. I'm your host, Lou Velasquez, and today we have a visionary in the world of martial arts that will be with us. Uh, he was a United States Marine. He has uh, been deeply involved in the world of martial arts for about three decades. And he took a bold step by developing his own combat system called Extreme Scientific Fighting Concepts. His name is Tommy Delalo, and he'll be with us in just a few minutes. First, let me send out a big congratulations to Catherine Bigelow. Uh, her, her film, The Hurt Locker, they racked up at the Oscars, <laughs> Oscar after Oscar last night. It was, it was uh, insane. And uh, actually, Bigelow herself, she's the first female director to ever win Best Director, so uh, maybe that'll open up the doors for a lot more talented female directors to uh, start uh, stepping up. And also a big congrats to uh, Sandra Bullock for winning Best Actress and stand-up comedian Monique for winning Best Supporting Actress. Uh, you had a lot of interesting uh, things that went on uh, last night. Uh, the Oscars this year was interesting. Uh, Honestly, I like the uh, the uh, the dancing uh, that they had, the breakdancing act. Uh, that was, in my opinion, one of the most. That was one of the entertaining highlights of the night. Uh, you had a string of jokes coming from the uh, co-hosts, uh, Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. Uh, actually, this is uh, how they opened up the show. So uh, take a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased to introduce actor, writer, musician. Grammy and Emmy winner, one of the most enduring entertainers of all time, Mr. Steve Martin. Thank you very much. And this is Alec Baldwin. And basically the, the rest of the night went the same way. You had, a, uh, I guess, a lot of surprises that came up, uh, especially with Bigelow beating out James Cameron, her ex-husband. So that was interesting. Uh, but anyway, moving on, uh, the UCW Magazine, uh, the online edition for March 2010 is now available for download or just for online viewing. All you need to do is go to ucwmagazine.com and uh, take a look at it. On the cover, we have kickboxing legend Orlando the Warrior Rivera, uh, and we have features from natural Mr. Olympia John Hansen, former pussycat doll Kaya Jones, former Playboy cover model Lana Taylor, and much more. So just take a look, and this is uh, this is going to be a monthly edition that'll be out. So uh, anyway, uh, before we move forward, we have to take a quick break. So uh, hang on, and we'll be right back. <laughs> The Sierra Crew Cab doesn't just offer more horsepower, more towing, more payload, and more torque than Ram or Tundra. Sierra offers a locking rear differential, which locks when Ram and Tundra's limited slip slips. Never send a truck to do a Sierra's job. The 2010 GMC Sierra made the best truck win. The odds of becoming a signed artist and having three number one albums? One in 100 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. 
and the odds of this performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 150. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. great about the iPhone is that if you want to know where your ex-girlfriend is at any moment, there's an app for that. Or if you want to check her personal calendar so you can accidentally run into her and give her a chance to take you back, there's an app for that. And if you want to set up automatic late night calls so she knows you're always thinking about her, well, there's an app for that. And if you need an attorney with a proven record of fighting restraining orders, there's an app for that. But if the judge can't appreciate your love for her, 
and you are required by state law to move on, there's an app for that. And if you need to buy a car with enough horsepower to drive off a cliff so that she comes to your funeral and gives a eulogy about what a great guy you were, and then breaks down and cries as she realizes that no other man will ever make her as happy as you did, and that now she's destined to die a lonely old cat lady because she was too stupid to see what she had when it was right in front of her. Yeah, there's an app for that too. That's the iPhone, solving life's dilemmas, one app at a time. Hey guys, this is Tina Sugun. You're listening to the UCW radio show, In Your Face. And uh, now we're back. Uh, for those iPod junkies out there, uh, you're going to be very happy. As uh, Apple announced that on April 3rd, 2010, the new iPad uh, will be on shelves uh, throughout the United States and then globally as the months roll in. Uh, now, I, I, I kind of wish they would have picked a better name because uh, who wants to hear about somebody's pad, you know? But uh, then again, people question the name iPod, so really, who am I to argue? Steve Jobs, <laughs> he obviously knows what he's doing. Uh, and just on the financial front, it uh, looks like non-farm payrolls and the unemployment rates slipped uh, a little, back a little, but uh, the manufacturing numbers in the U.S. actually moved up a pinch, which is interesting. Uh, for those that are stock market watchers, uh, from this time last year, the Dow is up. I'm going to say up about 56%. So there's still some growth out there after the big, the big uh, slap down that we uh, faced a few years back. And, uh, that, you know, the thing is new construction actually declined. So really, you know, how stable are we? We don't know yet. Uh, I guess we'll see as, as, as time goes on. I think that uh, there may be a second wind. Who knows? Uh, this recession actually is much different than any others that uh, that this country has faced in the past because back then when the other uh, recessions, depressions occurred, there was no credit card debt. You didn't have credit cards. They, they didn't exist. So there was, uh, and there were no heavily leveraged companies via junk bonds and so on and so forth. So the picture is different today than it was back, that back then and the actual, the resolve will also be much different. This is why you kind of don't know where you're at. Everything may look good, then all of a sudden things switch around because uh, something else comes out. Okay, uh, we went through the AIGs, the, the, uh, the city groups, so on and so forth, and we're continuing to go through that stuff. Uh, we lost something when this uh, country and the United States went from a manufacturing nation to a servicing nation. Uh, so there has to be some sort of change. That's why I was happy to see that the manufacturing numbers went up a little bit. The question is, who are we exporting to? What are we exporting? You know, there has to be a, a mindset because we were the leaders in manufacturing. And just moving on, uh, in New York, the great Governor uh, Patterson <laughs> is under fire. I mean, they're digging deep to shake his tree from him trying to suppress a potential black eye for his team with a domestic violence charge uh, on uh, from one of his high-ranking aides. To him, uh, you know, copying his own World Series tickets allegedly without paying for them. But come on, people. You know, this was the Yankees in the World Series. He is the governor of the great state of New York. Uh, you're, you're kidding me. He should be given tickets on a silver platter to go. 
Okay, you have a New York team going to the World Series. Why wouldn't you want the top officials from New York there? Bloomberg was there. Why wouldn't Patterson be there? So uh, I, I find that funny. Uh, the domestic violence thing, well, I'm not going to comment about it. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the ticket thing, I think it just uh, came at the absolute wrong time. And finally, with the Greek economy on the brink and putting uh, major pressure on the euro, but also putting Spain, uh, they put them as the next uh, country in the line of fire. Uh, they got support from the global markets as they issued 5 billion uh, euros or 6.8 billion dollars uh, in six and a quarter percent 10 year uh, notes. So um, that pretty much uh, saved their economy for the time being, as they still have to raise an additional 53 billion euros by the end of the year. So it's a it's a it's a touch and go situation with them. So big cut big cuts are part of their survival, and the workers are not happy, and they're not going to be happy because they had a golden situation over there, uh, but they're going to be losing their extra month or two months value of salary and a bonus, yeah, I mean, we don't get that in the United States, uh, other parts of the world, they'll they'll give you, you know, four weeks, eight weeks, and you, you get out early and early retirement, you retire by 52, so on and so forth, uh, hey, you know what, uh, that's going to change, you know, when money's tight, people have to get back to uh, basics. So uh, do I feel bad? Not really. Not really. I think the Greek prime minister is doing a great job under this much pressure. But keep in mind that this is a band-aid for a big issue. So the party is not over yet. And before we bring on uh, Tommy DeLallo on the show, uh, let me re remind you that the new reality series Weapon is still casting for 14 women between the ages of 18 and 40 for the show. So go to WeaponTheSeries.com to find out more. That's WeaponTheSeries.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, uh, we have martial arts expert and founder of Extreme Scientific Fighting Contest, Tommy Delalo, on hold. So let's uh, patch him in. All right, we're here with Tommy Delalo. He is the founder, the creator of Extreme Scientific Fighting Concepts. Tommy, welcome to the UCW radio show. Thank you so much, Lou. It's a pleasure being on. Oh, it's a pleasure having you on, uh, especially you, because of uh, the, the way this conversation is going to go. You know, just so our listeners understand, we have no clue where it's going to go because this, you're so diverse in what you do. Uh, you you created extreme scientific fighting concepts. Uh, you're a martial artist, have been for the past 30 years. You've done everything from Little Eye Joe to Damned If I Know. You know, uh, at the end of the day you created something that's different than what people envision uh, martial arts being. Absolutely. I mean, that's what, um, there has to be an evolution out there. Um, just as um, Bruce Lee's thinking was to use no way as a way, the thinking has to persist into other martial arts as well. You can't be shut down or locked down. It has to be a concept or a method of training. It has to breathe. It has to live. And that's what I just basically brought to the table. And sim simply, I just um, fully tested these things out. And um, actual full speed, bigger opponents, fast, rapid attack, multiple attackers. And uh, we came up with a, a solution of taking the best out of the seven hybrid 
um, or it's a hybrid martial art, but I took the seven best martial arts that I've trained in, used the positive techniques that will do absolute physical destructive damage to people and work 90, 95% of the time. Because you and I both know, Lou, there's no system out there that's punch-proof. No. But um, I'm hoping to try to be the first one to do it. Well, I, I, what I want to do, Tommy, because, you know, I, I understand what, what the extreme scientific fighting concepts is about. I want our listeners to really understand it in depth. But I, sure. I guess in order for us to get there, we need to go into your, your, your history. Sure. You know, you've uh, been involved in martial arts for over 30 years, and you're not just a martial artist. There are a lot of other things. You, you, you have a lot of dynamics to you. So I absolutely do. Share that with us, then. Well, starting off at a very early age, um, I, I, if we're talking about 30 years, yeah, I started off when I was um, 8 years old, and it's a little, but it's going on 31 because I am 39 now, but um, starting off it with Gojuru and getting in there and getting the discipline that I needed and getting that, oh, I just want to do this, is so much fun, that put the desire in my heart to just continue to train, and uh, then I moved on to Taekwondo, then high school wrestling. And then this is where everything changed. After high school, um, I joined the United States Marine Corps. And actual combat, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. I was with the 2nd Marine Division. Actual full-scale com uh, combat. And, um, were, you you in, know, were you in the Marines, Tommy? You know, basically, I, I know the Marines back then is different than now. Sure. Back then, you know, they trained hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat. Now they added, you know, uh, other forms, uh grappling and so on and so forth but back then you had hand-to-hand -hand combat mm -hmm. you know? and it was it was called the line program and today it's called the mcmap the marine corps martial art program and obviously anyone that's uh, familiar with uh, the military knows that they live and die by acronyms so um the line program is uh, basically um vietnam world war ii mixture of combat techniques and that would inc include the pugil sticks and and that uh, the, the baton and, uh, and the bayonets and the rifle and then your hands finally because um, primary weapon of any soldier is their rifle first but sometimes you know you turn a corner there's no time to point pull or anything it's just you know start using your hands and uh, that's what basically was implemented to us which you know I, I think that anyone going through um, Marine Corps boot camp during the, the 80s or the late 80s uh, would pretty much come up with the same assessment that they didn't really learn that much. So I, I can assess to that. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. And 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 what 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 happens now is that um, the Marine Corps martial arts program decided to expand since the um, influx of uh, mixed martial arts into the community. It started um, uh, incorporating MMA tactics, a lot of jujitsu. However, the Marine Corps back up a little bit as well and took a little bit more of the jiu-jitsu out because um, you ain't ground fighting with a rucksack on your back or you know any type of um, belt lining or your, you know, your gear it doesn't matter you're wearing tactical vests you you roll over the wrong way you're, you might be possibly fracturing your spine yeah and you're stuck you know stay, stand up you have to you have to have stand-up fighting techniques no doubt absolutely and um, though I, I agree that they're in the right direction I um, I humbly say that they're not there yet, and uh, it's just as if I want the Marine Corps or any more uh, any military branch out there to have the best physical weapons. I also want them to have the best hand-to-hand -hand combat training as well. That means 
that as my journey continued, you know, I started training with um, a three-time IFC champ. Um, I've studied I've studied seven different uh, blade and knife techniques and uh, systems out there. I've studied Wing Chun for 15 of my years, and I am a Sifu and slash master of that. And then you I trained, you trained under uh, Seagong Alan Fong, right? Um, he is still my current Sifu, yes. Yeah. And uh, but I trained also under Emin Bostepi, which uh, I'm sure a lot of the people that follow Wing Chun or um, just know about um, an aggressive fighter, it would be Emin Bostepi, and um, he was my Sifu uh, at, uh, before Alan Fong and under Lung Ting. And then after that, I, I found that there was, you know, I could do something a little bit more different here to make it a little bit more effective. Hey, can, can I interrupt you for a second? Please. Just, just, you know, I hate to break your, your flow, your fluidity. No, I can stop and go. But when it when it comes to, uh, you know, you were mentioning about the Wing Chun and everything, uh, right. I just want our listeners to understand that you present a true lineage. Correct. In, I am in, a... In martial arts, not just I am a grandmaster bullcrap, you know, right. you get a lot of people that do that, we'll talk about that later, Oh yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, more so you give that true lineage with, with traditional martial arts, and now you're moving forward, so I just wanted to interject and add that in, but continue with, your, with what you were right. saying. Right, um, my, 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 again, the background um, is direct instruction from these individuals, it's not, um, you know, secondhand from some Hing that I trained under who knew him, and so on and so forth. I am currently uh, and still training under Grandmaster Alan Fong uh, to clarify anything, um, which has which he has his own organization now, and it's called the Alan Fong Chinese Martial Arts, and uh, he's you know expanding as well. I think everybody needs to understand that they need to expand to um, alleviate the current threats that are out there presenting us today. So moving on, moving forward. Uh, I, I left Wing Chun because of uh, politics and there's other stuff that I felt that I could uh, differ or change to, to be a little bit more effective for me. Remember, I think when anybody creates a system, they're gearing it towards themselves first, just like Bruce Lee did. Uh, Bruce just, Lee. But this is your journey, so absolutely, you know, this is the stuff that you've done to get to where you are, so that's totally understandable. Absolutely, and I'm not a big guy, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm six foot tall, 195. Um, not a big frame, but I'm not somebody that if you walk down the street, I'm intimidating looking. Um, however, <laughs> that being said, um, <laughs> you're like, you're like the hand up Mona Lisa skirt. <laughs> yeah, do not <laughs> underestimate somebody's looks. And I think that's what we all need to understand is, uh, that the respect for people in general, that they, you don't know what they have on them. You don't know what they're capable of. And, let me tell you this, Lou. Just because you have the heart to fight doesn't mean you're going to win. All right? And uh, we see it all the time in MMA cages. This guy's talking smack about this guy, and then they get, and they, I'm going to knock him out in the first round, and never even throws a punch and just wants to grapple with the guy. You know, talk is cheap. And uh, I'm that a big firm believer that um, I am act on actions and not words. And then moving along, um, I started uh, training American combatives. And. Um, that's specific. That's not um, just a general term. It's a system um, with Fairbanks and Sykes and everything like that um, created by uh, my chief instructor, Scott McDonald. And uh, he's still around, and I still train with him. He's coming actually into my academy shortly uh, back because uh, he works for the post office. You know how the post office is right now anyway. Um, 
and then after that, I just started doing the um, the Russian and uh, Israeli uh, type of fighting while still staying with the bladed systems and trying to get that up there. So I have certifications in so many different things. But then I finally came across something that really blew my mind, and I'm going to tell you honestly. Um, it was Casey Fighting Method, and then that's the stuff from the Batman movie. Exactly. And um, it's fantastic. I mean, it's fantastic. So what I did there as well, I just took something I really liked, and I modified it to what I needed. And so you will probably look at my system and say, hey, it looks like this, it looks like that. True, because there's nothing new under the sun, just different presentation. Am I right, Lou? Uh, you're absolutely correct about that. And um, punch is a punch, a kick is a kick. It all absolutely depends on the, implement, the, the implementation. You know, that's that's it. it. Presentation and theory separates all those techniques. That's what really changes it. And my system is all about an aggressive mindset. How you train, as I say in my my trailer, how you train is how you're going to fight. And if you're training nonchalant and you know you're doing light sparring and everything like that. Even if you're light sparring, if you put that aggressive mindset to behind it that there's somebody in front of you, it changes everything. You have to constantly be under stress and duress so that when you are in a real situation that your vision or your area of combat is wider. Because we all know that if we get into a serious altercation, heart starts going up, breathing starts going down, um, sweating, loss of uh, vision and, and, and tunnel vision. And you need to really train stress to, to broaden that. And that's what we're trying to do here. And V-Force, now called Extreme, um, is geared towards the individual so that when they actually are in a combat situation or a hand-to-hand -hand conflict, that there's damage and destruction being done. And you're saying, oh my God, here goes another guy throwing out these big words and destruction and superhero and the only thing missing on this guy is a big ass and a cape on his back. Well, everything's combat tested. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of people out there that use, you know, let's try this, the most deadly system in the world. I'm always open to everything, Lou, really. If there's something out there that's going to benefit me and my life and my students' lives and my friends and family, I'm going to implement it. I will steal it. So forever the student, that's what it comes down to. Absolutely. So what we did, we come up with this. Uh, new theory, new thinking. And I'm telling you, Lou, I'm the first person, and any listener listening right now, prove me wrong. I'm the first person to come up with extreme close-quarter fighting. And these people are talking about, oh, we do extreme close-quarter fighting. We fight within a foot to two feet. Well, we fight flush, flush to the body. And we have multiple scenarios and sequencing of attacks in those zones. That's what separates us. Because most people want to fight in that scrap zone. We want to take the element away from the bad guy so that he doesn't feel comfortable anymore. We don't want him to have that punching range. We don't want him to have that kicking range. We want to take it, all those objectives out completely. And that's what V-Force does. And for all you listeners out there, uh, you know, you're saying V-Force, what is that, G-Force? Uh, what do we got going on here? Well, V-Force uh, basically stands for Vicious Force. And... Um, it's not a big selling point. We get a lot of students from it. And hence, that's why we kind of technically changed the words to extreme because we are extreme fighters. And there are a lot of hard fighters I out there. I thought the V stands stood for me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Victory. Um, but, 
you know, going around my travels, traveling all around the world and, and training with some of the best. I mean, you look at my profile and everything's, um, um, can be tracked and certified. All my, my, uh, certificates are up, my, uh, my, uh, graduations from military and so on and so forth. There are a lot of fake commandos out there, Lou. Yeah. There's a lot of dangerous people to uh, train with out there. Um, not meaning dangerous in a good way. That they give you this great marketing and they give you horse fluff. And um, I'm not about that. So a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these sites, you know, question because my site with the words that I use and I say the only solution in a deadly and changing world. Well, it is. For me, it is. You know what it is, Tommy? That I, I guess a lot of people, especially in the world of martial arts, you have doubters. You have doubters everywhere, you know, it's, it's like crazy in this world, and Absolutely. you have the doubters, so you, hey, you know something, you're telling them, you doubt me, I will prove you wrong. Step into the door, and um, in, that's and, all and, I'm and I'll, and I'll show you what it's about, so you're not, you're not hiding behind words, you're not sitting there uh, painting a picture of uh, this whole rosy, you, everything you bring into the table with your, with your system is all real life stuff, and that that and I, I need to, I need to say this for the listeners that Wait. there's a difference between traditional and what you're doing with extreme. Absolutely, traditional martial arts has its place; it, it has a discipline and everything. And I think people that utilize that you're doing a great service to yourself, no doubt about it, because you have traditional martial artists uh, like a very good friend of mine, Sifu Alan Goldberg, traditional. Oh yeah, fantastic artist. man. Yeah, and but he's traditional; he's not. Well, we both come from the same background, technically, yeah. you know, yeah. both Wing Chun guys. Yeah, but see, guys like that, they, you know, they have their place, and they help to mold the martial arts community, but the, the students that go to these schools to learn traditional martial arts, they're doing themselves a service. Now, what you're, you're, what you're teaching is real-life combative situations. Absolutely. Period, the end, and that's the, that's the difference here, where... You go and you learn in school, you do your forms and everything. That's great. That is. But when you go out in the street, you need something that's real. Um, and that's Lou, where I'm you gonna, come in. Lou, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, um, we have a program right now. It's called the uh, Instructor Development uh, Course. And it's three days of intense training. This gives the ability for the uh, apprentice instructor to come on board to the, the extreme system and be able to teach levels one and level two. This doesn't make them an instructor. They're not an instructor till five years. You have to earn it. I'm not a McDojo. I don't give out black belts. You don't pay for it. I'm one of the cheapest guys around. The McDojo, I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like know, it. and uh, I don't I don't uh, give out certificates. I'm not here to uh, just make a buck. I'm here because that person who's representing my system, I want it to reflect back to me as somebody who really cares about the martial art community and who cares about the people training in it. I want to make sure that every one of those succeed. So technically, extreme is not only a, um, a self-defense concept, it's a lifestyle, Lou. And if you have that lifestyle, anything that you strive for and, 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 and point your life in that direction, you can achieve with all the stuff that we train. So you're not just going in there and learning how to fight. Anybody can do that. Just like you said before, a kick's a kick's a punch a punch. How do you deliver it so you can shatter bone structure? How do you do it until the arm is, uh, you know, basically useless or the, the, the airway, the breathing's disrupted? 
How do you do this, in short, without burning yourself out? Well, we have the answers, Lou. And again, we can get into why do you call yourself scientific, okay? There's a lot of science behind this. So there has to be someone that's really interested in knowing why you do what you do. And we give the answers to that. And with simplicity, though, you don't want to go around there giving them a million different moves. We simplify it. You're going to get three of this, three of that, three of this, and then we start mixing them in together so that those little threes turn into this massive program that anybody can do. B-Force is not for everybody, but everybody can train it, and that's the most important thing. When we really say that that little 110-pound girl can knock out or not knock out or take out a 295-pound um, a threat, we mean it. So, and, and that was going to lead to my question. Go ahead. You know, uh, that it, this is not just geared towards, you know, guys. The, oh, no. This is geared towards everyone where you can actually show a, a, a female your system, train them. Handicapped as well. Wheelchair bound. And we, we'll, I mean, that, that right there is close to yeah. my heart. You know, I'm a, I'm a great, um, supporter of the Chris Reeve Foundation. Oh, something, absolutely. Something Fantastic. Something personal to me. Something very personal to me. So I'm glad that you said that. Yes, no, absolutely. And um, as long as you have mobility of use of your arms, um, we, we, we can we can train you. And um, Or if you have use of your legs, we can train you. And your arms are not used. Maybe say if somebody had a bad stroke or something of like that. We could train you. And it's not special needs. We don't believe that you're a special need person. You had a bad... Uh, situation in your life you understand and we're just there to make those weak points so much stronger so it doesn't even seem like it's a handicap no. and we give we give people a different hope you know and uh, uh um last night i was talking i give my motivational speeches in, in my class and one of my students said wow that was a great speech it's not a speech because it's coming from my heart just like you Lou, as me and you have had some discussions in the past about talking about helping other people out, and that's what I want to do. Uh, like I said before, I want to make sure that when people take extreme, that they're going in there, that is one good dude. You know, he's an honest man. I'm not a commando. I don't have, uh, I've never trained uh, with uh, special forces and and, and, and jumping into black ops and everything like these, some of these uh, instructors are out there. But you know, Lou, they're getting caught and they're getting put out there. And that's what I think everybody should do that's listening to this. No matter who's on the show or who's on television, it doesn't matter. You need to start taking responsibilities for yourself. Stop because uh, liking massive marketing and do a little research before you go out there. Well, Take that, a trial class and then see for yourself. Tommy, I'll, I'll tell you something. Know, just to touch on the people that uh, perpetrate fraud by saying they're this and they're that, and they're you know you could say anything you want. You could you could say that you are whatever you are. I mean, there was a <laughs> there was a situation with someone that um, that I guess they um, they profess that they're a t they're a tenth degree uh, black belt in X Y Z style. I don't, I, I don't even want to give the person the um, the air to. to the the props even mention their name, but he's I probably on bullshito.net. But go on. Well, he's on on bullshito. Okay, yes, bullshito.net. <laughs> yeah, bullshito. Yeah, there you go. But um, but anyway, so it, yeah, I don't care what you say. You can you can say that you're this, you're that. You can say you're the king of Prussia for all I care. Absolutely. But what I have a problem with is when someone 
does this has a training facility and is charging people and they're tra training people are charging people to be taught by them that is the danger that is the problem because you're teaching people what what do you know that you're you're handing it down absolutely you know low i'm 100% behind that comment and that statement and um it's and, a shame. And, and I'll even add on to that, just because I'm talking. <laughs> you know, Please you do. even have people that sell black belts and sell and sell titles. Absolutely. And and that that flips me out. You know, I I know in Atlantic City in January, you you bear witness to this. I was there. Where I uh, heard it. What's his face? Um, um, oh man, what is his name? The perfect weapon, uh, Jeff Speakman. Right. That he he made uh, a big announcement. And he told his, you know, because he's he's a Kempo man. He's from Ed Parker. He's from Absolutely. he's from that that lineage, and that's a rich lineage. And he he was he told uh, like two thousand people, everybody, said, yeah, in that said, room, said stop selling your black black belt because the people that work hard at this and earn it, it minimizes what they're doing. Absolutely. You know what's the only thing that bothered me is that some people were doing it in that room. And they were up there clapping away. And just like we were talking the other day, it's just like, how can you go to sleep at night? How can you go to sleep at night that you've given out this stuff? And it's not me to judge, but uh, I don't think it's right personally. And I think you should earn it. And if you've uh, done any other way, any MMA guy, any jiu-jitsu guy um, um, out there um, understands that, uh, you know, Putting in that hard work and dedication is what really counts and what really uh, matters at the in the long run. You know, Tommy, the, 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 just to be real on this, you know, I don't. I mean, look, I, I have honestly, I have plaques, I have awards, I have certificates, and all this know. crap. You Love know, your wrestling I mean, stuff. I'm, yeah, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying crap, but I have a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, and you know something, I can hang this up on the wall and you know look at it and say, oh wow, this is great. Right. But you know something. When you're in a situation, you know, and you're, you're out there, are you actually going to be able to defend yourself? You know, and just, just touching on martial arts, when people buy this stuff, just to say that they are XYZ, you know, can you do it in real life? Absolutely. Show me That's what you got. That's my favorite question. Yeah. Show me what you got. That, And if you can do that, then you can be the nicest guy in the world. But if you can do that, then okay, I understand. Oh, and Lou, don't let me uh, sit here and... and, and let the audience to feel that, you know, extreme is the only way to go. I don't really think that at all. I just think that, you know, it works for me. And, and, and I, I strongly believe that this is just something that they should add to their, uh, their current training um, to make sure that it does work, as you say. Make sure that it does work. Combat test this. What are you training? In a big open space with padded floors and padded walls? Is that reality, Lou? That's Not right. for me, it isn't. I take my students on the dirt. I take them on the cement. We we use um, um, real sticks, sometimes real knives. Don't get worried. You know, that's for a little bit more advanced people. We use gas ba uh, blowbacks, um, airsoft weapons to do your gun disarms. So if you get shot, you wear eye protection, you wear a face guard and all that stuff. But if you got shot by a little plastic PB, you're going to get really dead. You don't use the rubber gun guns and the rubber knives because there's no threat there's no urgency right. so the training has to be focused when you say reality make it reality sure. as close to reality as possible 
hit somebody really hard so they short circuit. Let them know what it feels like because some of these people go in there, get their bell a little bit wrong, but they don't know what it's really like to get short circuited. And that's what my students go through from day one. Your first day in my classroom, it's not a hazing, Lou. You will learn what we call the cover. And that move alone will save your butt in combat. This move alone. And we use natural ref um, responses and reactions from the body. However, we fortify them. So when the student comes in, learns the cover, he's getting his butt kicked for four minutes straight, not allowed to strike back, only use this cover, and being a little bit more aware of his surroundings and the attackers coming in, four minimum. And he's getting his butt attacked hard. And then we tell him levels, high, low, mid, range, you know, on his back, on his butt, turn over. And, you know, he's just getting constantly pushed, constantly thrown, thrown off. Everything's changing for him. So when the person is done, the person is done with that uh, four minutes, um, which is uh, the christening, which we call it. Um, they get up and said, I've never done anything like that before in my life. I think, and that, I think that's great, Tommy, because if you look at, the, uh, at NASA, they put these astronauts into real-life situations as much as they can. Absolutely. Spinning around, doing this, doing that, all these tests and all the stuff they do to you, they push you to the limit to see if you can handle it. Absolutely. Break you. Yeah, and, and for you, you're, you're basically putting people in that situation, in that environment, not to see if they can take it or not, but for them to know this is what it feels like. So now when it really happens, you know what to do. You know, Lou, and uh, astronauts, as you're on the subject there, um, an astronaut has a specific task, and he does it, correct? Mm -hmm. I mean, if he's repairing um, a satellite, if he's repairing a telescope, whatever it is, or uh, something off of the space station, right. it doesn't matter. He has a specific task, and he does it with a wrench, with a tool, and he does it. There's no fanciness involved. It's get the job done. Do you understand? Right. And the same thing with um, extreme. We're not, if you are looking for fluff and fancy moves and Hollywood type of fighting, don't come to my school. My school is raw, period. You're going to learn the stuff over and over again, put you in different scenarios, and then just build on it. Everything has to be an orbital structure. So when the student walks in from day one, Lou, they're learning it day 90. The same drill at the beginning of the uh, when they first started. It has to be implemented in that. So it's always building on itself and it's always refortifying itself. That's a system that can last, and that's what's going to make you survive. And that's what the any military teaches you: survival and 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 taking out the threat. And they talking about you point, you shoot. There ain't no fancy way to uh, you know attack somebody with a gun. Am I right, Lou? Uh, you're absolutely correct. You point and you shoot not flipping in the air, spinning it around, doing a little matrix jammy. No, it's about point and take out that threat. I am I am definitely putting this out there for anybody listening. Anyone's welcome into my studio um, for a free trial lesson. Yeah, we have schools all over the nation now, and we have a school in England, which, uh, again, I thank God for, and we're really blessed. But I think what's happening, Lou, is that uh, people are seeing the product, and they're seeing that it works and that, you know, they've tried this commando system or they tried this Israeli or Russian and American and, and the ultimate MMA thing. And then they come to my school and said, I've never trained like that before. 
Why? Well, so now I'm going to offer this to everyone listening. You come down to my school or any of my schools, you get a free trial class. You'll get the christening. And it, we want an honest assessment of what you think about it. If you've ever experienced the extreme close quarter fighting that we do in our system, we're the first, we're the pioneer. And you know what's going to happen, Lou, right now? In the future, we're going to get taken from. People are going to start stealing our tactics. Oh, probably. And, but that, and, and it's okay. But that's it's, what happens, whether you're... Whether you're uh, an Apple computer or well, Apple now, or a Hewlett Packard or an IBM, uh, whatever you are, absolutely. Uh, even if let's talk even about if that. you're the WWE, you know, the absolutely Mr. McMahon, you know, he you, you create you you're the pioneer, and and that, that's a key thing, being a pioneer, because if you look and you mentioned Bruce Lee, you go right. back to when he did everything, it was it was an evolution. You right. talked about be like water. You know, you got to be a sapling, not the great oak. And that come is, on, Lou, say it right. Yeah, but the, but that's be like water. Be like water. But right. it but but it is a hundred percent factual today. Right. And you you're building a foundation, but you're evolving, not only yourself, but you're evolving your own system. You know, and it's not, and 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 even your system the way it is today, it, it'll evolve into something greater. Next year, the year after that, because absolutely, it, it, it's constantly changing. It's breathing. It's yeah. living. Yeah, yep. And it's absolutely living. And um, uh, on, on, on another point here for the students, um, you're not only going to come into my school and learn how just to train with your hands. There has to be theory involved. There has to be an understanding, like I said, of why. So there's we have a whiteboard. We have laptops. We have televisions and and all these learning tools, and every student must come in there and keep a journal. Every student must track their martial art journey throughout extreme so that they can go back. I believe that you're just reinforcing it. Again, this is just another tool. So we try to keep one of the best simple training methods out there, and we're not going around. You must recertify every year for $3,000, and if you don't pay me next year, you are no longer valid. Is that a crock or what? And that's what McDojo's are. For my guys, yeah, it, was never, ready, it was never like that. If you if you go back thirty years, mm -hmm. uh, even twenty for twenty years, it was never like that. Yeah, it took you five years to get your darn black belt. You get it, but you earn it, and then when you have right. it, that's yours for the rest of your life. You know, honestly, you never even took it out of the dojo. You never took it out of, of your training facility. You kind of you left your belt there. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and it changed colors on its own. So whatever it did, it did. <laughs> Lou, that is a really great point that you just brought up, and uh, and I think your listeners need to really uh, understand where we've come from. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that black belt represented something. Yeah. Now, if you tell somebody you have a black belt, this on, I do too. I got mine from J.C. Penney's. Look, it's black. Yeah. Holds my pants up. There's no respect behind the belt anymore, nope. and that's what I'm trying to bring back. Also, I'm trying to bring respect back so my students are not just learning how to fight they're learning how to uh, how to be a little bit m more morally and ethnically ethnically um focused and 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 about being a better person and well, well t tommy you being a wing chun man you right. understand more than most right that there are no belts no 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 and that's a that's an american concept by mm -hmm. the way even the sashes are yeah. um you were you were just told uh, to do this and at a certain time when the Sijo or the Grandmaster or the Sifu said it was, you know, your time to uh, become a Sifu, that's when you got it. Yeah. And everything, I mean, anyone that's taken a Lung Ting or a Moyat or 
William Chung type of uh, seminar in China understands that the Sinum Tao form is done extremely agonizingly slow. Everything. So the technique's always there. Now, how long do you think a system like that would last in America? So unfortunately for the Chinese coming here and the Japanese, they have to water it down and make it a little bit more marketable for the Americans. Americans, I'm sorry to say, are very lazy. Right? Um, you have a couple of snow days and you don't. You have to call, all, call them all back up and say, you know, let's go, let's get back into, the, into training. Um, but we get caught in our ruts. And I think that martial arts in general can enhance your lifestyle all around. Health, wellness, mindset, mind frame, um, confidence. And, and, and I think the most important part of our uh, training is that health aspect as well. And that what they, and, and, and Chinese, it's uh, the, the qigong, the understanding of who you are in your body. It's like, a, you know, yoga for the martial artist. Um, about the qigong aspect and getting into a fighting style like this and getting your adrenaline going. And I'm telling you, Lou, I'm amped until around one in the morning after class. I'm amped until around one in the morning. I can't even get to sleep. Well, that's, good just, and, that's good and bad. Depends on what you're doing. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I love uh, you know getting out there, doing research, and researching. I see what other systems out there. There are great systems out there, Lou. Oh, yeah. Great instructors that just don't have the money to get out there. There's no doubt about it. You have great people out there. Yeah, you know, and, and it's again, a shame. And again, I mean, you're you're in my age range, so you know, right. way back when. Right. Okay. Which no was Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. There, there were no schools like you have now. You were training in the basement of apartment buildings and stuff. That's where like I started, though. Basement. Yeah. yeah, and that's where it began. That's where it begins. And, uh-huh. and maybe in someone's house and they have their basement set up. And that's Right there. That's where I started. You're, right. hitting, you're hitting the damn beam that's holding up the house, you know. But Lou, that, we, did we train in the same darn apartment? Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, but but that's the way it was, and now it's different because that also evolved. Now, no, you know, things evolve not always for the best reasons, you know, but they, everything evolves. Absolutely. Everything does. And, um, you know, getting back to that and the evolution of everything, um, if people just remain true to what martial arts is about, the martialist, not the martial artist, the martialist way, it's the way of the warrior, and really understand that martial arts is about the art of war, not about the art of sport fighting and um, sparring, and understand what it's really meant to, because violent encounters, I challenge anyone today, listening, pick up a newspaper, go to around five pages in, let me know when you found a stabbing or a shooting. You're not going to make it past page five. All right? It's happening all the time. Home invasion's on the rise. This is on the rise. And you know what the problem is, Lou? People, because they're in, a say, a middle-class family or an upper-middle-class, think that it can't happen to them. Oh. And that's the shame of it all because but that's, that, that's the blinders. Up. But those are the blinders that people wear. You know, and, and you know this, that, mm-hmm. that people think you know, you're in the uh, inner city, drugs are prevalent. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you have drugs there. You have more drug usage in the suburbs. Absolutely, prep schools and yep. big Ivy League colleges, sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much money you got, but you know, you got people just, you know, they they're using drugs and then when you're using drugs, that that also, you know, uh kind of prompts uh, other violent crimes. Absolutely, and it does because this will lead to that, that will lead to this, and so on and so forth. Um 
but we, we, we always got to keep focus on this. We always got to keep focus on this, on all the listeners to really just get out there and test these systems. Ask the instructor. Don't be afraid to ask the instructor. You're paying good money to protect your life. Ask the instructor. Don't just take his word for it. And if you, if you really think that you can beat the instructor up, don't stay there. Leave. Well, All right, and then just make sure that you're just constantly asking questions. No one's going to feel bad because you're a white belt or if you're a green belt. No one's going to, you know, uh, as long as it doesn't become annoying, I think, you know. Yeah. Um, but you, oh, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why do you do that? You know, like a little kid would. But as long as they're legitimate questions, I think you should be asking all the time. And one final thing here, Lou, which people seem to forget. You ever watch um, warm-ups in a um, karate, martial arts studios? Uh, yeah. They're very mild. Yeah. And most, the average fight lasts anywhere from 5 to around 30 seconds, around there. In, in extreme, we want to make sure that the, the fight's over within that 5-second period. Nothing's guaranteed, but we have a way to do it, and that's where the science comes in. And I'm not going to bore anybody with science. Um, you would have to see it firsthand. But... Cardio, which we have, is a, it's called CX3, Cardio Combat Conditioning. So it's C times 3. Um, we make sure that they're peaking constantly for 45 minutes straight. 45 minutes. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, I understand that, you know, CrossFit is awesome. You're running around. But even those little breaks are breaks. So we're just trying to build up the endurance. And what are we doing in the process? We're making you look better. We're making you healthier. Yes. We're making you stronger. And the the more you keep that maintenance up, even if it becomes easy for you, that type of training, stop that for two weeks and then go back to it. It's hard. It is. It's hard. I went on vacation last week. I came back. My calves are still killing me from two weeks ago. Uh, it's it's hard. And, I, and I, I'm saying it's all, every, every everyone that's hearing this show right now, I'm telling you, I was doing cardio consistently, consistently. I got hurt and I took a break. When I went to go back, 10 minutes felt like an eternity. It did, and especially you being a wrestler, all the beating that you probably took, you know. I have a couple of, uh, by the way, amateur wrestler friends. I just uh, thought I'd let you know that. I'm a hurting um, type of guy right now. <laughs> yeah, my knees and everything. But I want to make sure that when I'm um, I'm in my 70s, in my 80s, uh, personally, Lou, I'm shooting for 115. Uh, yeah, I'm shooting for it. And um, as a man thinks, so is he. So I'm going to keep my mind frame on that. I want to make sure I have quality of life, Lou. I really do. And that means that if you maintain your body and you keep it healthy and you keep it well, I mean, people have crutches. I understand that. That's all right. Enjoy your life. Don't make it a miserable life just to keep it that way. Yeah. But um, I don't want to be the guy to, to die by a horrible disease, God willing, you know, that um, he keeps that away from me. But I just want to die of old age in my sleep. That's all. And it, and I believe it's possible, and it's good living, good positive mind frame, and being good to people. Going to bed knowing that you know you're not a horrible person, or you didn't do anything horrible today, and that's going to add years to your life. So as you can see, that extreme, even that thinking is extreme. You 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 believe in something. I mean, you're talking about these um uh, people that are, are are shop owners or a car. They have car. They're car shop owners. Well, who says you can't open a franchise or a chain? You believe it. You do it. That's where I am. That's why I am where I am today, because I believed in my system and I know I have a quality product out there. And I'm telling you, 
that's why people are coming on board. We're having people from all over the world now coming on to the team, and I only allow eight for class. Well, you know, I'm very selective. I want to add something to what you're saying, Tommy, because now, you know, uh, earlier in the uh, the show, we were talking about the system, what you do, and combative techniques, so on and so forth, and now we're talking about lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That that, that's a key turn in this show because now, absolutely, you know, uh, extreme uh, your fighting system is not just about fighting and, and no way it's it's a it's a lifestyle it absolutely is okay. you're not walking in fear you're walking with awareness I know I'm not afraid to walk down a, a dark street you ever hear that's uh, the, those ads Lou like um, what happens if you get stuck in an alleyway well first of all what are you doing in an alleyway you're probably copping that's what it is on heroin or something um, and you deserve to get your butt kicked but that's besides the point but if you play smart and we teach the students to be responsible for themselves, we put the responsibility on that student. And, you know, positive reinforcement, making sure that they're doing a good job. And, and, and that's what the students want to hear. They want to come out with three things out of a classroom. They want to sweat. They want to feel like they learned something. And they want to feel it the next day with some little bit of aches and pains. That's what a student wants. They need an outlet. We don't have that anymore. Most of these people are sitting where? Behind a computer all day. Or they're playing their video games. Or they have um, marriage problems. Whatever it is, we, you need an outlet. You need to get those things out. And if you're into yoga, if you're into tai chi, if you're into combative martial arts, uh, MMA, I don't care what it is. If it sets you free a little bit from this world, that's why movies are so big, um, Lou, is because it takes the person out of their world and puts them into another one. Right. Yeah, they escape. And that's what we are. We're an escape with results. That if something really did happen under full stress and duress, you're going to have a vicious answer for it. That's the key to success. Does the techniques work? I see a lot of these techniques out there. I, I have to literally turn away and cringe. Because, and then, you know, I look on YouTube and it's like, uh, 9,000 views and it's got five gold star, I mean red stars across the board and all this positive feedback and I'm looking at it and I'm going, do these people know what is out there? Yeah, I, I remember when, uh, God rest his soul, Seafood Larry Hartzell. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, he was a great man and he, was. Uh, and he, uh, trained, uh, under Bruce Lee, and he trained under Dan and Asanto, and sure. uh, he, you know, he, he was cheap. When, when I spoke to him, and yeah, when I, he, his training, and how uh, he developed his system, is is just kind of it's like yours. It's always evolving. Absolutely, because he, you know, he has grappling, and you know, and the whole system, uh, the JKD grappling, you know, he has all that and, and, and involved in that. But it's different today than it was five years ago, and it continues even, even with his passing. It continues to evolve, you know. And I think what you're doing with with your system is is excellent. I think a lot of people take for granted that, you know, they have something in front of them. And that they can actually enhance their lives, and that's what you're doing because too many people get caught up in what in something I call life. Yeah, <laughs> I know about that. You know, they get caught up in it and they forget, and they get they get they they stay zipping around, zipping around like on a little on a little wheel, like a hamster yeah. wheel. Absolutely, and uh, they forget how to enjoy life, how to go out and smell the roses, and enjoy there's it. 
there's one, uh, I don't know who said it, but I'm going to quote it, and it says, uh, may you live all the days of your life. And I'm a firm believer of that, life. and I think that comes with quality of life as well. And whatever you do, whatever you decide to do in life, just make sure you have that outlet to get some of that stress out. And if you're um, really looking to train um, in something that you've never seen before or experienced, we're offering extreme. And um, I think it's something that's going to be uh, taking the martial art community by storm. It already has. Um, we're um, we picked up a contract with the. I was gonna. Um, say, I was gonna mention it. I was, okay. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let you say it. But I was. I was right. waiting for the moment to mention it, but I'm going to let you mention it. Go right a ahead. lot of these instructors, um, these uh, commando instructors go out there saying they train the Navy SEALs and all this stuff, and straight up and down, it's a lie. Yeah. All right? And, and I'm going to interrupt you for a second. I just need to add this. I know Please. I know people that were commandos. I know people that jumped out of airplanes in Somalia and in, 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 uh, in oh, different so areas in Africa. You know, these are real deal. They're not sitting there training people to do it. They've done it. Right. Okay, and there's a call. That's why they call the silent warriors because they don't right. go around, you know, posting it all over their webpage saying that they did this and they've assassinated people and all this crazy stuff. Too many frauds out there. And my job will always be to expose those phonies. So if you're out there, uh, look out. That's all I'm telling you. Um, I'm making sure I'm looking out for the people that are listening to the show and that are interested. And um, if you're interested. And if you have somebody that um, you speculate, you just bring their name to me and I'll find out, definitely. Um, but at the same time, a lot of these people go around saying, oh, we train with the Navy SEALs, or we've trained the SEALs. You don't train the SEALs because they have their own group called the Dev Group. And the Dev Group goes out and looks and trains in other systems without you even knowing that they're SEALs. And then they bring that tactics back and then they add that into their curriculum. So whatever that is, it's, a, it's horse. Maybe they did a seminar or something like that, but then they make these big elaborate claims like they've trained this person, that person, so on and so forth. So me saying that, um, one of my instructors, which I will keep him anonymous because he's a federal marshal, um, got me a gig with the Department of Homeland Security to train them in hand-to-hand -hand tactics. Nice. And yes, use of force law is use of force, and it's trained differently with law enforcement. I understand that because I used to actually have my own executive protection group called Bulwark Tactical. But unfortunately, when it's time to pull that weapon or defend your life, you've got to come out. Use of force law is gone. Now it's defending your life. So there has to be an answer immediately and destructive to take out that perp or to take out that threat. And that's what V-Force is going to be coming. I'm telling you people, we're coming, and you're going to, it's going to rock this community. And if you're interested, we're going, to sh we're going to show it to you as well. So we got that gig, and uh, we're pretty darn excited about it, and we're looking forward to that opportunity and the feedback. Um, and I think that's the most important part is that once you get that call back saying, wow, like, again, we've never seen anything like that before. It's simple. It's effective. We've got the control tactics for the law enforcement. We've got the control tactics for the military. This stuff is going to, you know, shake the community, and we're looking forward to uh, uh, sharing it with the world. Well, I'm telling you right now. I though. think that's fantastic. Congratulations on the Homeland thank Security you. Uh, contract. You know, just so our listeners understand, Homeland Security is not just about 
you know, uh, protecting New York. is about protecting the borders. You know, they do, they do a lot more than what you see on TV or on CNN or whatever you're watching, you know, and you being a part of that, Tommy, and training these guys, that that's a testament to the uh, effectiveness of extreme. Oh, absolutely. And some people might think, you know, my, my, my uh, website is a little bit too... Uh, commercial looking and and stuff like that please don't judge it by that you know i think you really need to come down there and and train at one of these academies with one of these top quality instructors because every uh, instructor that comes on board lou has to be a martial artist they have to hold um certification and proof of such so again all these other systems these commando systems the other systems from you know other places that we won't really mention I don't want to burn any bridges here, Lou, so uh, we'll keep them out. Keep but them out of it. <laughs> they're, um, they're taking anybody and because they just want that money. So you've got $3,000, you got 2000 bucks, you got 1500 Oh, boy, you can become a black belt. Yeah, well, and, it, it comes down to, to money, and, and it's sad. you know. But just it's a breath of fresh air that you developed the system because again you go into other people there are good people out there that develop their systems for their their group i've seen you know even traditional martial artists i've seen very small classes i've seen very <clears throat> small schools but they don't do it for the money they do it because this is part of their life oh absolutely you know and and that's a big difference because <clears throat> if you look at you know, commercial, and I'm going to say, you know, you got, you got, you know, you're talking about commercial, the king of commercial, Tiger Shulman. Uh, Absolutely. Great marketer. Awesome. Great, great marketer. Dan, Dan Shulman, mm -hmm. he is the real deal. Don't Roger. doubt that. And I want all listeners to understand, don't doubt it. He is the real deal. His top guys are the real deal, no doubt about it. The system they have is actually very effective. But mm -hmm. at the same time, they got to pay the bills, so they cater Absolutely. to the, the kiddies and everything else, and that's what they do. You know, but as far as the top tier martial artists, they are the real deal. I just wanted to add that in there. <laughs> and 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 before we close here, Lou, I just want to end on this note, and I think it's important that everybody really just pays attention to this, because somebody puts reality based or reality combat something like that in front of their name doesn't mean it's reality. It's just like saying, I can't believe it's not butter and having butter, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's two different things. Yeah. One's real butter, one's not. One's fake. Right. And um, you have to be careful just because somebody says reality or commando or um, elite special forces or something on their name, you need to test that. You need to make sure you do a little research and it's very simple. Type the individual instructor's name in, into Google or Yahoo, whatever search engine you use, and put the word fake or fraud at the end of it. I bet you will be surprised. If you do it today, you think you know somebody, um, or if these organizations want to make you, uh, or if you're a current martial art instructor, they don't want to give you a big certificate, you know, founder of the year. Um, who are they? What gave them to the authority to give you uh, an extra level in your art without taking any classes or anything like that? Don't sell yourself out, people. You know, if you have a quality product, people are going to come to you. It just takes some time to get out there a little bit, uh, sometimes a little bit longer when you don't sell your soul. Don't sell your soul. And that's what um, Extreme's all about. We're not selling our soul and we're keeping our prices low and we will never raise them 
for the foreseen future until, you know, obviously the cost of living goes up, then we might have to raise it a little bit. But we're the lowest around and we take care of you like a family. And that's what, if you're listening to this and you're a martial artist and you have a studio, you might be thriving, but you can even be doing better. Take care of your students. You know, make them feel that they're a part of a family and, and not a corporation. And test the waters before you go in them. That's what I'm saying. Well, Tommy, let me ask you something just as we close out. Now, if someone has, uh, say there's a uh, a uh, martial artist that has their own dojo, studio, uh, they have their own place that they're training people. Now, mm -hmm. can they, they, they can be, um, they, they can get registered or become registered with your, your system and right. learn it and actually teach it in their place. Right. It's just an, an additional um, um, a money maker for them. Uh, they're going to teach something that's actually reality-based. Uh, it's a three-day, 24-hour course, and it's very intense. And I guarantee um, you haven't experienced anything like this um, if you've been training for a long time. Um, it's, it's different. And, uh, but if you want to add some fluff and flavor, um, or if you even want to add the reality-based elements, um, you don't even have to become technically an instructor. You can take the tactics that you use there and not just be recognized as an instructor, but you can take the tactics used in V-Force. As long as we get the, um, um, the credit for it, um, you can add it to your curriculum. We have no problem with that. Um, we're not uh, penny pinchers and we're not uh, nickel and dimers. Um, everything's full scale. The, the prices remain the same for the instructors as much as it does for me. Um, I cover costs and they get a discount, and that's the way it's going to be for all of my students. Um, I'm the founder and creator of a, a, of a, of a aggressive, growing, reality, urban self-defense system, and I only charge $80 a month per student. Okay. You find somebody else that does that out there. Nowhere, okay. Tommy, nowhere. Right. And that, that, that and is the truth. For 80 bucks a month, yep. uh, anyone that, that's in, I mean, I'm sure they can go to your website. They can find out the location. Oh, yeah. Tommy DeLalo on any search engine, yeah. Okay, they go. I mean, your your website is vforces. Uh, no, vforcesfc.com. Okay, so v scientific fighting concepts. Okay, so vforcesscs.com. No, vforcesfc. Samfrankcharles.com. Okay, okay. I, you know, I I like I wrote down the wrong website. It's all right. Um, we got the right one there now. Now we got the right one. Okay, good. Yeah. I got you because we don't want any issues with that, and especially I can't I can't make mistakes like that. <laughs> but and um, if somebody says they're an instructor, or um, you know, watch out for that too. Someone says they're a V Force instructor, um, you can certify it by going onto our site and um, visiting, scrolling down, or going to the Combatives Instructor webpage and then seeing the certified instructors right there for yourself. Um, it has all the contact information. So if you're if you find a school in your area, um, and we're looking for people from the West Coast to start coming on board uh, this year. So 2011, we'll be on the West Coast and uh, looking for those Californians to come on board. And uh, we got Texas now coming in next month. We have South Carolina, North Carolina, Maine, Indiana, and Chicago. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. I think you have a lot of great stuff going on, Tommy. And I know that you have, so you have one of these... Um I guess the, uh, the certification program is coming up soon. Right. We have it uh, coming up uh, in a couple of uh, three weeks, I believe. Um, it's actually a couple of weeks, March 19th through the 22nd. Um, so there is uh, four spots still open. Uh, actually, sorry, three spots still open. And um, the course is only $900. And um, it's 
think about it, you're talking about eight-hour days, and uh, you're doing 24 hours, and it's uh, definitely a bargain. And you're not going to find a price like us, nor the training, because we also give out the manuals, we give out the shirt for free, um, we give out an instructional DVD, find somebody that does it for that low price. That's all I'm saying. And then the instructions, which you're going to learn. You're not only going to learn how to uh, fight, you're going to learn how to run a business as well. We want to make sure that uh, every one of our instructors succeed because their success equals my success. So in, in other words, and just just to end this, sure. you're uh, March, March 19th to the 22nd, you have a certification program going on. We have one every month. But but, but this but uh, what I'm saying is that your martial artist that has his own place, even if he doesn't have his own place and they want it to get certified, they can come to you as opposed to them going out and having to take a system from beginning to end. They, Correct. They, they're learning everything because they're already skilled and they're learning stuff to enhance them. But not right. only are they learning how to enhance their their uh, their style or their system or, or take your system and, and, and do, their, do what they need to do with it, but you're also teaching them the uh, the business part of it absolutely and um, it's a big thing not, that's a big thing so people are it is. that's a really big thing we teach them the web design uh, we give them all the forms the necessary legal forms the insurance locations everything that's basically that's going to cover their butt uh, no one else I know uh, does that we don't charge monthly fees um, um, there's only one time a student registration that uh, each instructor has to pay for their student and that's it the rest is all profit for them. One time, fifty bucks. How about that? For, for nine hundred bucks, they they have something that can really take their uh, their martial arts business to the next level. And you know what's great about that, Lou? In closing, what's that? It's a write-off. Ah, there you go. Because they're <laughs> business owners already. Ah, there you go. And they can. And uh, they just got to get down here to uh, beautiful New York City and uh, come and check us out. We're five ten minutes away from JFK um, and uh, great area. And uh, it's not a uh, uh, care in the world if you're coming out down here. There's so much to do and so much to see, and uh, we have a good time, and that's well, what it's all about. Well, I think you're doing some great stuff, Tommy. I, I want so are you. I, well, thank you, and I, and I, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. Uh, you gave I a appreciate it as well. Thank you, and I, I appreciate all the the. Uh, I guess all the information, all the input that you gave. Not only, you know, we weren't just talking about extreme. Uh, we were talking about everything else. Yeah, I we want to make sure we're looking out for the uh, the little guy. Yeah, because I think touching on all the stuff with with all the fraud that goes out there and the, uh, the quote unquote great grandmasters that have a mm -hmm. fifty degree black belt, you know, fifty five. <laughs> I'm up to fifty five. Yeah, fifty five. There you go. I mean, you 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 have to be seventy to have a tenth degree. By the way, you know, be anyone that that's that's in their their thirties that's saying that they're in their eighth or tenth degree black belt. I uh, yeah, I, you know, my. Let's just clench our teeth and take a big deep breath in. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. But I think that uh, we touched on a lot of great stuff for, for our listeners, and I, so I appreciate you coming on. And i like to have you on again as as things develop with you, because I think that your input uh, in regards to maybe certain, maybe we'll have a little uh, thing that you'll come and you, we'll, we'll talk about certain uh, circumstances that may arise with a person, and maybe you can give some input on that. I think they'll be uh, pretty shocked to understand how simple things can be and to not make things overly complicated. Um, someone said uh, simplicity is genius, and it sure is, but without that effectiveness, it's uh, it's nothing. 
simple, simple doesn't mean always that it's going to work, right? Right, yeah, but, you know, in America, being complex is the way to go. That's why we have therapists. Yay! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, thank you again, and I want you to have a great day. Uh, I look forward to having you back on the show. No, thank you, Lou. I appreciate it. And to all the listeners, you know, train hard and uh, keep that positive mind frame and make sure that you uh, check out the instructor before you go in. And uh, if there's any questions, they can contact me, um, private message, off air. What is your major malfunction? All let it be written. All let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.